Theodore Roosevelt said, Each time we face our fear, we gain strength and courage in the doing. Challenging times like this present to us opportunities to rediscover ourselves, our purpose, and maybe expose something we would never have otherwise thought about before. A great example of this is becoming an entrepreneur. To help inspire us to this realm with his own entrepreneurship journey is a man who has done so himself. He went through all the challenges and came out on the other side with a great smile. So, going through various challenges himself right now and still very much optimistic about what the future will bring. A very humble man, a great philanthropist, an ardent businessman, true believer in the path of entrepreneurship and facing challenges head on. Michael Omoya. This is a slice of humility, optimism, and confidence. All right, so Michael, <laughs> it's taking a bit of time, but <laughs> yeah, finally, right? Yeah, we get started anyway. So yeah. to start with, do you want to tell me something or tell everyone something about yourself that not many people know? Many people know my middle name, though. Really? Yeah, okay. that's uh, Olatunji. Olatunji. Yeah, and that's um, is Yoruba name from where I come from in Nigeria. Okay. It's called. It, it translates wealth reawoken. Wealth reawoken. Reawoken. Yeah. Wow. Wealth. That's very deep. Yeah, Olatunji. So when I when I go to Sweden, mm. um, you know. It's that's my first name. My middle name is Michael. So here yeah, they tend to call you by your first name and they destroyed my name. They destroy your name. <laughs> it, it was frustrating, you know. So I had to initially I I tell them, okay, all they call Olatunji, Olatunji, no, come on, just call me TJ. <laughs> so then TJ wasn't working. When I started working, I'm like TJ doesn't is not so professional. So I changed to Michael. So to Michael, yeah. maybe something from when you were young or in school or when you're in the what do you call it? We we're talking about that program you were in earlier. The yeah, yeah. The yeah, funny enough, you know, when I was at the youth service, you know, right. to show that I've been in the fitness world, I was doing some push-up then, you know, you won't believe I tell you that at the youth service, I contested for Mr. Macho. Mr. Macho. Yeah. <laughs> I was so skinny, I was so skinny, but yet I was defined a little bit. Yeah. So I contested for Mr. Macho and I came fourth. Okay. And they were actually bigger guys. Well defined. What, so what's Mr. Macho, just to be clear? Mr. Macho is, you know, the biggest muscle, like Mr. Universe. Like, like Mr. Universe, like uh, yes, exactly. Arnold Special. Yes. Oh, wow. So those are the part of the activities we did, we do at the youth service, the national service. Right. So at the military camp, you know, they do a lot of activities. So the Mr. Macho, was one of them. Wow. So I contested for that. I came fourth, you know. I you was came fourth. I was I was not so I was skinny but well well defined. I've wow. never applied yeah, we get for a back job. Wait, wait. Okay, that's interesting. Go on. Yeah, I've never applied because when I, I left Nigeria after my youth service. Okay. So which means I never did a job in Nigeria. I never did an interview to to get a salary job. You know that song last where I worked during my youth service? Right. I was posted there to work for them and they paid me for it. I didn't mm -hmm. seek the job. Right. So after my service, I came to Sweden, mm -hmm. studied, 
and since I've been to Sweden, since I've been in Sweden, I never actually applied for a job because I think it's part of my upbringing, you know. Then when I was in Sweden after my masters, mm. I had some of my seniors they applied for jobs like 200 jobs and then they get no response. I'm like, no, I'm not going to go through that shit. So were you doing it because you were afraid of not getting a job or because you were an entrepreneur? What's yeah, your, what's your the mindset entrepreneur, like? the entrepreneur spirit in me, one, and the fact that I didn't want to go through that many rejection as well. So I, I, I just then when the people are saying, "Oh, 200 rejection," I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not going to do that." So before I actually uh, graduated from uh, the university in, like, in Sweden, I started my company right. two months before. What was it called? It was called Redeemed IT. Redeemed IT. So not so fancy name. It sounds like something from the ghost pool. Yes, yes. I, I needed the anointing on it. So oh, you know, right. I needed I needed God to redeem, you know. You know, you know, you have this belief, you know, that if you name something according to the Bible, you yeah. know. Are you religious? I'm very religious, yeah. Okay. Very, very religious. So yeah, I started my company before I graduated. Uh, before I graduated, and after I graduated, you know, considering the society where we are, I'm like, I can do IT, I can do programming, I can do network, I can. Why do I need to go for a job? Why not just start something, and then see where it goes? So I started my company after my graduation. Before I did anything with the company, I enrolled for the SFE to learn the language. Oh, SFE. Yeah, Swedish for Swedish for for immigrant. Yeah, because I know with that job, I'll be dealing a lot with. Swedish people, right? Right. And if you want to be a, a self-employed person, mm -hmm. you'll be dealing with people, you need the language, at least the basics to communicate. I did that intensively, you know, with the utmost dedication, you know. Three months I was done with my SFE. Three months? I was communicating. Mm -hmm. Then one month I did Swedish as a second language. That's called SAS. SAS. So that means you have to learn Swedish to be like, Swedish is your second language. So I did that in one month. I wasn't perfect, but I knew I could communicate. This is super interesting. So now, yeah. how, how's your Swedish? My Swedish is just still there. It's a yeah. little above average because I wanted to just learn, hmm? communicate, and the rest I'll learn on the road. Okay. So, so you try to learn the fundamental yeah, to be able to communicate on the basic level. I learned the fundamental. I'm very good at the grammar. Then I challenge understanding when they speak so fast, but then with time it got better. So my Swedish is good, but then open my company in Norway. Right. And and because Norway is not in EU, I had to move to Norway. Oh, so so you moved have, from Nigeria to Sweden and from Sweden to Norway to open your company. Yeah, I, I opened a company in Sweden. Right. It was running. Okay. But and that's the Redeem open, IT. Yes. The, then it later changed. Then I opened a company in Norway. Okay. But I didn't have to leave Sweden. I was still living in Sweden. But I had to be registered in Norway All right. to be to be able to open run, a company there. Run the company there. Right. So I was in Norway. I was shuttling between Norway and Sweden. So right. I was in Norway for like two, four years. Okay. Shuttling between Norway and Sweden, running both companies. And then I had to learn the Norwegian language as well. So when so I go back you, to can Sweden. You, can you speak Norwegian as well? Yeah, yeah, I can speak Norwegian. Wow, okay. So when I go back to Sweden, I was mixing Sweden and Norwegian and <laughs> it, it affected my Swedish too. <laughs> so that's why I, I, I declined a little bit it, in my Oh, that, that is totally understandable. Yeah. About two years ago, I was in Norway for work. So I went to a supermarket to do some shopping. And I was I just went to the cashier and then I paid. And, and she said, like, would you want to buy anything else? Because uh, I picked something. I think 
here, pick something from the chef. And she said, oh, do you want that as well? I said, oh, sure, yeah. So like, oh, thank you. And then she gave it to me and said, okay, yeah, thanks, bye. Then once I left, a colleague of mine that was standing there went, oh, you speak Norwegian? You understand? I said, no. You understand Norwegian? I said, no. I said, what did he just say? I said, oh, uh, I, thought she, I thought we were speaking English. No, but you were speaking Norwegian the whole time. <laughs> she, was, she was speaking Norwegian to me and I was, I was responding in Swedish without realizing it. But because in my head, I had this thing that when people are speaking a foreign language to me, since I've been living in Sweden, I'm thinking they're speaking English to me. Without realizing, I just go with it. And that was really funny. So I would just, you just remind me when you say something yeah, now that yeah. you speak Norwegian and Swedish. Yeah, but the good thing is the Norwegian people they understand Swedish better than Swedish people understand it's Norwegian. Norwegian. All right. So it's kind of similar, but yeah, it takes time. They they understand you, but you have to do some work to understand them. So what was your experience like when you were in Norway compared to when you're in Sweden? It was good, friendly, laid back, easy. Friendly. Starting a company, running a company that is easy. Mm. When it comes to taxation, when it comes to the task code, when it comes to employing people, right. I think it's cheaper. It's easier to employ people in Norway okay yeah For you companies. pay lower yeah you pay lower taxes and lower employer contribution it's called a best giver gift okay. in Sweden it's higher in Norway it's lower so if the taxes is lower mm. right then you will have the possibility of employing more people okay so that's contribution in Sweden is a little bit higher they try to do the best to make sure that employers get the incentive they need to employ more people so by lowering the employer contribution right so the, so that's lower and they are richer than sweden and they're richer than yeah. sweden because yeah. of the oil money because of the oil money yeah. <laughs> everyone drives tesla over there i know right <laughs> uh, yeah everyone drives a tesla she which is a bit of a paradox yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the money is being made from yeah, oil made from oil and uh you they want to save the planet but yeah, you, know, you can say it's yeah, balance yeah they, you know they want to feel good you know mm. you know find some form of consolation oh well, even though we are trying to destroy the environment in one way let's make sure that at least we save it in a, like um, a you know, yeah. like a carbon neutrality. Exactly, right? exactly. So it's it cancels out with the environment. You know, most of their power is powered by hydro, and they encourage electric cars and stuff. Yeah. So, what would you say really motivates you? when it comes to your business normally well what drives you because i understand you say you've never have have to apply for a job before mm. you know partly because you know you don't want to get all those rejections as well as you know you're driven to yeah. create something good for yourself yeah. so well, what's your primary motivation what's your main purpose well, what's your why so yeah like i said it's not well primarily because i have this entrepreneurial spirit right and and the rejection is just a side thing that uh, okay. if you get that many rejection, mm. I don't really need to go into it. The kind of businesses I'm running, right. I get rejection every it's time. It's part of life. It's, it's yeah. part of life. <laughs> I have that I send to companies to my partners and they reject them. So when they reject them, they reject me, right? So I, I get that rejection, but I know that this is my thing I'm running. Right. So what motivates me is uh, the ability to have you know that control to do what I want when I want. I can decide I don't want to work today. I can decide that, um, yeah, I want to do whatever I want. I I can decide I want to employ who I want. Right. I can decide I want to open a business, you know, like I bought this gym, I just felt so it's okay. Like you're the leader of your own life. Yeah, exactly. You, you have your control, you have the control. So when you, when you make mistakes, you know that this was your decision, right? Right. And uh, that, and also that's also partly because of my own upbringing, you know, my, my dad, 
was a chartered accountant. Around, chartered accountant. Yeah, chartered accountant. You know, around 1970, when I was 1970s, in the 70s, it was very dedicated. And then one, all of a sudden, he woke up and said, "No, I resign." You know, really? And then he started his own company <laughs> together with my uncle. So they started printing press. And when I was so young, you know, like 10, 11, they take me out to meet their customers, their clients. My teenage years, right. my dad dresses me. We go to their partners, you know. So I see them do business, make network, make contact, get contracts. Mm -hmm. And then I'm part of the execution of those contracts. This I was doing until I got into the university, and every time I'm home, I'm helping also with this business. So that gave me that entrepreneurial spirit. He was in charge. Yeah, the drive. I'm like, my dad does this. So being an entrepreneur is not something that everyone can do. You can try, but you know, you have to have that mind to be able to, you know, to that courage that when things are going wrong, you still steadfast, yeah. right? Resilient. When, yeah, you know, not everyone, that resilience, yeah, not everyone has that. Some people just break down. No, I can't take this anymore. Uh, and some people just get rejection, like, you know, you fail like maybe a hundred times, and then you don't wait for that one time where you're going to succeed. And that's why I ask you about why? What's your main purpose? Because what we just said now, the resiliency part is is like a, the core aspect of being of being an entrepreneur. Yes. Because when things are going great, it's easy to be very motivated. Yeah. Right. And when you gain paid, or when things are not okay, or maybe they went bad side, they went sideways slightly for a couple of days, or a couple of weeks, or a couple of months, or uh, then you go back on track. Then okay, yeah. Then it's easy. Mm. But when things went sideways for month, for six months, for one year, for a year and a half, for two years, you it takes. A real, you know, a, a real entrepreneurship mindset, and it takes, you know, someone that actually know exactly why they're doing that to stick to it. To stick to it, and that's why I'm asking. It. Like, I know that got you started, like uh, this um, drive you learned from your dad. But now, what's still driving you? What's still pushing you forward? Because I understand this time we're running through. Everything is tough for everyone. Everything is tough yeah. for everyone. Yeah, a lot of yeah. Me, my business went through serious devastation last year all my businesses I and 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 considering what i went through what my businesses what my businesses went through right. a lot of companies mm. would have folded up right so it's uh, that drive uh, is a kitty thing where i'm from where we come from you know it's like you don't give up you know you don't give up when i got this gym you know it's when it was being badly managed so but you know that drive that no not on my watch with this thing so you have to put everything in it you have to put money you have to put time you know even though this is it's not you're not getting as result, much from you're not getting yes. anything but you just make sure you you put everything in there so when things are get start getting better then you feel satisfied so that satisfaction you get from putting everything from making sure you do your best is what keeps me happy you know that satisfaction that oh because I was so determined. This thing is still standing because I was so determined. I'm, you know, making this progress, you know, you know, that satisfaction, you know, it's, it's, it's priceless, you know? So, so that, 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 that's what drives me. Even up till now, even during the current, the pandemic, you know, that's what drives you. And also, most importantly, you know, I have employees, right? Which means I 
have to make sure their families have to make sure that they still get their salaries right so the sense of service to other people yeah yeah that's that's my life i my wife always complains that you like to help a lot you like to do this a lot i'm like this is my nature my parents are also like that so i i believe i can't help it you know you selfless service not only to yourself to your family but to, to people around you exactly. if you can i try when i can sometimes i even do more than i'm supposed to do maybe hurt myself in the process but when you get that satisfaction that you help someone and that person is appreciative that's that's all that you need you know that's all that keeps me going that keeps me helping so so during that time you know i tried not to lay off anybody and the government's help i was able to retain all of them you know that satisfaction that you helping people you know you know and then the appreciation you get from doing that and you know with the gym also and everything so it's um that helps you know that keeps you grounded keeps you going you know keeps you you know when you have that drive that you don't want to fail then you're not going to fail then you're not going to fail and you have so a reason why failure is not an option then you're not going to fail you have a reason and that's what i was saying about the why earlier you know you know the reason yeah. why you like so every time you look at challenges ahead of you you remind yourself why you started exactly why are you doing this yeah and uh, you know for a lot of people they might not see it no. because it's like a failure and success they are perceptions mm. because uh okay, i can use an example of the stock market for example mm. say so if, if you if you invest in the stock market and uh, say, then you lose about 90 percent of your you know of your investment today you only lose that 90 percent if you take your money out of it mm. Mm. but if you keep it in because you know your fundamental you know the reason why you did it and you believe the reason why you did it mm. you know that this is only temporary like the way we, we went through like what we went through last year everything went down by about 75 to 80 percent mm. so if someone is judging you at that point someone that doesn't understand how you make your decision they don't might call you a failure yeah definitely. because that's what they see they judging from what they could see mm. not from what you know, you know and how you doing it so they judge based on their timeline what they can see but you you know how this thing works yeah. you know why you're doing it so now in two years time if you look at the same thing it might be about a thousand percent increase from where you started not from the 90 percent when so when you look at you know when you judging success and failures or anything it's about perspective yeah and when I you're agree. talking from a person like you that know why they're doing something you know why you're doing it you did your fundamental you know exactly what you need to do you know challenges comes mm -hmm. and go you know success comes and go but it's all about your progression mm. over a course of a long term long term so now and that's why when other people comes in because you're gonna get doubters and you're gonna get like uh, people around you that really care about you mm. but they can only see that they don't mean bad they just but they can only see that mm. and uh, but and they won't understand it no and if you if you're an entrepreneur your resiliency you stick with what you believe because you know why exactly and when now when everything comes together later they will come and say wow now you're successful the same people that say oh it's a failure but the same people that say oh you should do something else the same people that says then they will say they will come back and yeah 
you know, wrong with you, yeah. not because they're bad. It's yeah. just because they, they, see they couldn't see what you could see. They couldn't see beyond who you could see. And a good example of that, when I was studying, when everyone was looking for a job, you know, that time, 2006, 2005, 2007, I, I never looked for a job. I started my company, small, though small then. And they were like, oh, look at this one running a company. Wow. started small. They were like laughing, you know. You know, going slowly, surely, do you know that through me, these same people laughing, they called, oh, Michael, I need to start my own company. How did you do it? What do I do? What do I do? Through me now, I have a lot of people mm. that own their own company, doing one thing or the other, you know, having the belief that they also can actually run a company. Yeah? Because the good thing about Sweden is it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter what your color is. As long as you have a Swedish social security number, a personal number, you can do anything. As long as you have that number. Yeah, you can do anything in Sweden. You can start a company and you can yeah. ruin a company. Right. So you can do anything. So and, and they make it easy for you to do, to start. So, so most people then that couldn't see what I could see then, they, they had to come back, most people laughing at me, they had to come back to ask how they also can start their own business. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them are doing good now. So like you said, it's if what the secret is you have to have a purpose, right? Yeah. And if you are not born with that, you just have to develop it, you have to build it. No one is born to be an entrepreneur. And as a key part, yeah. see, some people are doing it naturally. Yeah. And other people you can learn it. You can learn it, yeah. But the key part is you need to find the purpose. Exactly. That you can believe in because the purpose is what's going to keep you doing it when everything is going really bad. Definitely. Definitely. Because you're not saying, okay, yeah, now everything is going to shit. Now I got to get a job. I got to pay the bill. No, you, ju you stick to it because you know your direction. Yeah. For someone, it's not like a, when they're going to get tough, you know, <laughs> you do something else. Yeah. You know, yeah. when they're going to get tough, then you recalibrate. You look at the, well, you look at what you've done. Mm. You, re, you 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 assess it. You review it. You see how can I do it better? Exactly. Because it's not about doing it over again. Keep on running against the wall. No, that's why they say you know if you keep on doing the same thing over and over again, you know you kind of you're stupid. Yeah, <laughs> but the key part is entrepreneurship is about doing the same thing over and over again, differently every time. Learning from the last time. Exactly. Then doing it again. Yeah. Then taking your time out between mm. to make sure there's a balance. Exactly. That's total. That's it. That's that's it. Mm -hmm. If you look at um, the most successful men on it, you know, uh, do you have a hero or like someone you look up to? Well, Elon Musk is one of them. He Elon, yeah, Elon Musk. He, he Elon Musk. Yeah, I like he, the guy he, too. He's, he's one, one of, of he's one of them. You, you know, he's, he's been through a lot. There are a lot of them, right? You know, Zuckerberg and all that. Yeah. They, 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 those guys were good. You know, they, they could code and they, you know, they, I think they are not as much as my hero as Elon Musk is. Elon Musk. Yeah. Um, Elon Musk, if, if you read his life, you know, he's been through stages in his businesses where right. he had two weeks to keep the business afloat. Without doing anything within that two weeks, he dies. And then some way he keeps finding a way. You know, he keeps reviving. Before Tesla started, you know, they were almost bankrupt. The government helped and then it revived. 
It's not the fact that you survive. You survive, but you do something unique. You do something different. You know, that before you, the model, that, yeah. That resonates with exactly. your being. Exactly. You he, he's happy with what he's doing, mm -hmm. and then he's always surviving. At, the, at that point where everyone else fails, right. he survives. He was almost, they were always going to bankruptcy uh, before model three. Somehow, some way, he survived. Before Model Y, he's surviving now. You know, he tried to he tried to sell Tesla to Apple. Yeah, to Steve Jobs at some point. At some point, for like a very very little amount of money. And they but but they just ignore him. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, you know, SpaceX, yeah. the shuttle, the space shuttle launches, yeah. it failed a lot of times. Yeah, to the point that okay, people are like, yeah, just forget this. You know. kept that, you know. That is the spirit. That is why he's one of my, my if you ask my wife, my wife would be like, oh, this one is Elon Musk. Because, you know, his story inspires me. You know, his story of, you know, I can't die. It's impossible. That's the keeper. It's impossible. The word you just use now, I was going to get back to that, that inspiration. We need to be inspired. Mm. Not like uh, we don't need to be aspired to be someone else. We need to be inspired to be the best of who we can be ourselves. Mm. So it's like uh, being inspired to find what we love to do then be reminded of it continuously by because it's like when the failure comes in you know there's going to be good day and bad days yeah. right but it's our inspiration over you know our inspiration is going to be that thing remember remembering the purpose while we're doing it yeah and we need to keep on remembering ourselves every single time that comes in yeah and, and that's, that's what keeps you going and that's what keeps you going because that strong thing is your why yeah. Why are you doing it? Yeah. What does humility, you know, optimism and confidence, what does it mean to you? I and how does it play into anything you've done in your life? I think um, th those three are like, in a way, interconnected, related, right? Absolutely. Um, in my life, I'm, well, people may see me and say, oh, it's humble, you know. You don't see him, you know, when you see him, you don't even know that he's this, he's that. A lot of people see me on the street and they don't even know who I am. They don't know, they don't have to know, they don't know what I'm what, so they don't know, you know, where I come from. You know, a lot of people come to this gym, they think I walk here. You know, not many people know that I actually own this place. Not many people know that I have a company in Norway, in Finland. No, no, nobody know. Nobody knows, nobody knows. So, when you are humble, right, you get help, the, the help you need. When you bring yourself low, that's my secret, you know. You know, I, I, I was also actively consulting before, right? And most of, in the consultancy business, you know, you, you're like experts. Companies call you, the next day you have to start delivering, right? And then you go into companies where everything is shitty and you need information so that you can deliver the next day. Because they are paying you so much just to do that. And that's where I learned humility, right? You have to be humble. You have to know how to relate to people. Bringing yourself down so low so that you can get the information you need to help yourself and to help them and to help the company. Please. So that actually helped me a lot in uh, everything I do. That helped me, it opens door for me and it makes me get the help usually that I wouldn't get if I wasn't, right? Second one is um, optimism. Optimism, Optimism, you know, that's something you have to have as an entrepreneur, right? You know, when things are going bad, when things are not good, you have to just, if you're not optimistic, then you don't have anything to drive at. You don't have anything to aim for, right? Like me, people call me, I'm the 
I'm blindly optimistic, especially not only about my business, but about my country, Nigeria. A lot of people will say, oh, that country is destroyed. But I'm the most optimistic, I'm the most optimistic person, Nigeria, that you ever meet. Because I believe in Nigeria, the possibilities are just endless. You just have to find the right thing to do. And this is why I'm also planning to take a product in Nigeria very soon, a big product that is going to change a lot of things in Nigeria. So you have to just look at what we have and then look at how to tap into our our positives. We have the population, we have the youth, we have the educated people. We're talking about Nigeria. Nigeria now, yeah. right? I'm optimistic about Nigeria. So at the same time, I'm optimistic about my business, my businesses, you know, because of that optimism is what keeps me going. It's what keeps me pressing, even when things are not so good, right? So you have to make sure that you find the light when the darkness is just so intense and it takes an optimistic person to be able to be sure that there's just light at the end of that Absolutely. tunnel. Some people will just not see it and they give up. But if you're optimistic, right, and if you're humble enough to ask for help, then you get to that light, yes. right? Yes. So you have the humility to be humble enough yeah. to say, yeah, uh, I need help. Exactly. Okay. You know, like, uh, you know, I can't do this, no, you know, no, you can, no. entrepreneur can do so much, yeah. right? But as a person, you're to limited. be able to get, you're very limited. You're very so, limited. and you take a very humble person to to admit it. Exactly. It's not about bravado. No. It's not about ego. No. It's about saying, yep, this is who I am. That's the difference and between uh, business owners mm -hmm. that go bankrupt mm -hmm. and business owners that refuse to go bankrupt. Mm -hmm. Some people, business owners that go bankrupt, they might say like, ah, I give up. I don't want to go begging for money. I don't want to go asking for help. No, mm -hmm. it is too much. But if you have a purpose, right? Mm -hmm. If you know that, no, this is not going to happen on my watch. You're going to find a way to find help. And that brings us to confidence. Yes. So when you're mm -hmm. humble, and when you're optimistic about something, that means, you know, with opt optimism comes confidence that uh, I'm, I know there's light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, you're very sure. I'm very sure right. there's light at the end of the tunnel. I'm very sure this corona will end mm -hmm. sometime. Mm -hmm. But I'm confident that, okay, this decision I make is gonna be the, then you, you have clear mind to make the right decision. You have, um, you, you have the, you have the, you know, the tool you need to talk to people, to seek help, to know what to ask, you know, and, and you know, to, you know, to, you know, when you say I'm never going to fail is a form of confidence, right? It is. Good. So, so all these things, that was why I said, these, all these things are intertwined, they're interconnected, these three. And then you need that confidence to succeed, right? You need the confidence to relate with people, you know, you need the confidence to, to, you know, to be able to, you know, to achieve that thing you want to achieve. And everything is interconnected. It's interconnected. Yeah. So you put it together, I say this, yeah. uh, because this, you know, humility, optimism and confidence is a mm -hmm. concept I 
came up with as well it's like a clock you need to have enough humility in your life in your mind to know wherever no matter where you come from mm. it doesn't matter if you're poor or rich yeah. if you come from a very rich country or poor country mm. or if you come from a rich family or poor family right you need to have enough humility to be able to admit when when you need to learn something new mm. or when you need to ask for help from other people mm. you know because otherwise you're only going to be judging everything you do from i know something now every time you need meet someone else you want to tell them what you know rather than having to listen to what can i learn from you exactly. so it takes a lot of humility to be able to, be do, able that. to do that and the same thing we meet someone that maybe doing some business or like some ideas that you might be interested in if you end up talking to them about telling them about everything you know about how much degrees you've had how many you know like uh, you know like uh, you know where you come from like uh, how many and you know all about you then you end up like uh, not learning anything from them no at all do you know a story about a buddhist and a journalist there's a journalist that i believe he did like a doctorate in uh, in buddhism so he learned a lot about them so now he said like okay yeah i learned so much about buddhism so now i want to go to one of the country where they practice buddhism and maybe learn something more from them or maybe just teach them some stuff mm. so he went down to a country where they practice yeah. buddhism he met like a buddhist and he, you know we say oh, can i interview you say yeah so they sat down to drink some water and just have a chat so and as they were chatting the journalist was telling the Buddhist about everything he learned, he knows, what he's learned about Buddhism, their history and how they work and what he can teach them. So and he keep on telling the Buddha about it. And as they were talking, then the Buddha was pouring water into the glass. And the Buddha never stopped. And he keep on pouring the water until the glass get filled up and the Buddha never stopped still. Keep on pouring the water until the water start running on the table and onto the journalist leg. And the journalist went like Okay, this guy must be crazy. All right, excuse me, are you okay? Oh, the water is on my shoe. <laughs> Can you stop? And the Buddha went like, uh, oh yeah, you know why? He said, because you can't fill a cup that's already full. You came here, you're telling me about my history. You're telling me about how we work. You're telling me about everything you know. But this life we've lived. And if you want to learn something from me, you should have asked me a question first. I can maybe teach you one thing hmm. or two. But from the way it is now, you've been talking for hours. Hmm. But you never asked me nothing. So you're not trying to learn, just trying to tell. Hmm. You kind of forget it's humility at home. Exactly. Showed up with the bravado is like, hmm. I, I know more than you, hmm. even though. You know, I learned it in a book somewhere, book somewhere. written by someone who started me. <laughs> so yeah, that, that actually yeah, that actually makes sense. You know, so sometimes you forget, you know, to to listen, to ask questions, to and then you just keep talking, talking. you keep talking, and and that's also where the humility comes in and to be able to also talk less, listen more. And um, so that's something I've I've come to learn, and something I'm trying to improve on. And that's something that is a good ingredient for success. As, as from what you said so mm. far, and from what you've done so far, and uh, from what you've achieved so far, mm. seems like you have a love that you know, I love the humility in you. And uh, I w- maybe I, I would say uh, I'm trying. I've not achieved 
so much compared to a lot of people that have achieved a lot so i hope to get to a point where i'll believe that yes i've achieved a lot you know and that brings me to a question i was going to ask you like so is there anything specific in your life that you know achievement that you can pinpoint to that you can say this is the one i'm mostly proud of compared to every other achievement i've ever had well apart from well the number one is my family right right you know mm -hmm. the fact that i'm able to your little boy and yeah. the and the other one the baby girl yeah. coming soon yeah. congratulations baby. by the way thank you so the biggest achievement was first of all to to marry my wife you know uh, so that was actually the best decision you know you know as an entrepreneur you have to make the you know, decision so that was actually the best one you make so because if you have a family that is grounded that you you're happy then everything else falls in place you can't have a home that is not settled and then be thinking you have to be innovative you have to be you know to be sort of try, try to it's like success. it's a whole system yeah that you know will be there yeah. you don't have to have a family to be successful you don't have to have a family to to make it but it helps you know it helps to some extent so so my family is number one right number two I have my executive MBA, okay, right, and it, it lasted for two years, you know, and in the span of two years, it cost um, about two million Swedish crowns. Wow. There's a lot of money, mm -hmm. right? And I did that because I needed, you know, that networking. It's something I learned from my dad. You have to meet the right people, right? Right. Mm -hmm. You have to be in the right area in the right to me among the right people so that you learn from each other so that you help each other my dad then my dad will pay to be in franco nigeria chamber of commerce and industry my dad will be paid to be in all these associations where they will have meetings agms where you will meet the ceos like a top level exactly. executive so that was one thing i learned from my parents and after my master's when i started my company two years after i enrolled for executive mba so i chose the first 20 best business school in the world. The MBA I chose took me to New York, NYU, Essex Business School in Paris, Manet Business School in, in Germany, Singapore, Essex in, in Singapore, and one of the best business schools in China, wow. in, in Shanghai. I was spending more time on here than I was spending on the ground because I was traveling every two, two weeks. Sometimes I spent six months outside. Yeah. I'll be traveling every two weeks to all this because I have to have lectures in all these areas and then meet a lot of people. And then, you know, when you're doing a MBA, you know you are meeting is the CEOs or the CFOs or the CIOs, you know, or the entrepreneurs like yourself that you meet. So I see it as a huge achievement, you know, huge achievement. So that's one of my huge achievements that I can point to because it was one of the toughest period of my life, the two years, because I was working at the same time as I was traveling and studying. So to see that through right. was a huge achievement for me. Uh, that's amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. So is there anything you want to say about your current business? Well, about my current business is um, Corona devastated the businesses, you know. Sweden is bouncing back. I lost all contracts, you know, during the Corona period, April, March, April, I lost contracts worth almost 10 million wow. within the space of two weeks. Wow. You know, you just keep getting emails that, oh, we're sorry, this has to stop, this has to stop. Current worth millions. So to the point that out of all my consultants, I only had two people working and I see how to be paying salaries, right? So it was so bad. 
last year. But towards the end of last year, it started getting okay, right? So the consulting part is okay. I'm, I even need more people now. So I'm trying. Okay. And my, my strategy So you're looking is for more people, people to, to, to recruit right now? Exactly. So my consultants, I make sure they are the best. Yeah. You get the best people. Exactly. So so you see that most companies I work with, they'll be like, okay, and I want you. Because, you know, you have to do double. You have to deliver extra. You have to build capital for yourself so that you get to a point where you're indispensable. That's the life of a consultant. And they are doing good. What's but, the name of your company? Is a Zenero Group AB. So we are into IT consulting, we into app development, and we're into capital investment. So, and then for the gym, it's it's good. You know, like you can see, there's a lot of investment going on, making it ready for after the Corona. So the 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 other camp Zenero is doing okay. The gym is doing fine despite the period we find ourselves. So we're just trying to make it ready so that when people are confident enough to come to the gym they will come to the best gym in town and the gym is called elite Zeta. elite training center powered by ziva all right elite training center powered okay. by ziva ziva is an equipment company right it, it, it was ziva that equipped the beijing olympic right okay yeah mm -hmm. so they equipped her gym and then we have an agreement to use the name powered by ziva so people tend to call us ziva instead of a late training center the businesses are doing good yeah they they, they are some are not there yet like in norway you know they are still a little bit closed finland is a little bit closed so those are still taking a lot of time but you know otherwise it's doing good otherwise it's doing good so the next phase is nigeria now that's where we have to go so Nigeria this year, by God's grace, taking wow. something big there. You know, in just Nigeria. investing in fatherland. Yeah, in the motherland. Just investing there. So and is there something you want to say just to wrap you up? Like uh, to maybe encourage other people to, you know, to become an entrepreneur or like uh, to motivate them or to inspire them in this challenging time? And for you to get to that point where you say never to say die, you have to have never a purpose. Say die. Never say die. Never say die. You know, when things are going bad, just make sure that you don't quit, right? The spirit of not quitting, right? So, but if to get to that point, you have to have a purpose, like we've been saying. So, what's your purpose? Um, to be an entrepreneur, it's easy. You don't have to, it's not inborn. You don't have to be born to be uh, born with it. So, so you just have to say, why am I getting into this? You know, think it through. Go into the right business. Because if you go to the right business that you're passionate about, then that's because you're passionate about it is one purpose then you have to find another purpose that will sustain you because it's not easy being an entrepreneur so you need that drive that purpose that thing that you always remember when the goings are that thing that inspire you yeah. your why exactly so so you do it yeah you just do it if you fail you fail you try again and if you find yourself okay i just want to go and get a job then get that job and do it the best you can so that you know one thing i tell an entrepreneur or a consultant or whatever a worker an employee you have to make sure you give 100 percent whatever you're doing you have to make sure you build capital you have to, that's enough purpose you know you know you have to make sure you build capital for yourself make yourself indispensable do your best at what you're doing as a worker or as an entrepreneur anything 
is to give 100%. You do give you 100%. 100%. Give your power, you know, be passionate about it. Exactly. And never give up. And never give up. So that's, that, that's my secret. So I hope that helps someone somewhere. Very much, very much. Thank you so much. You Thank know, you too. Uh, Michael Omo, Omoya, right? Yeah. Is that right? That's, that's correct. correct. Is it? Michael Omoya. Omoya. Yeah. Did I pronounce it correct? Yeah, you pronounced yes. it correct. Yeah. <laughs> you you pronounced it well. <laughs> So yeah, thank, thank you, you so for having me. No, thank you so much. And uh, it's been a pleasure. And hopefully maybe sometime in the future again we'll talk again. Definitely, definitely. If you have enjoyed listening to this podcast and would like to listen to more, please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast or listen directly on murphyalex.se. Take care of yourself and have a great one.